Hi, this is Hulsey Mark Show, and this is Alice in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll, Chapter One. <laughs> Pardon me. Alice in Ventures in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll, Chapter One. Down the rabbit hole. Alice was beginning to get very tired of sitting by her sister on the bank and have nothing to do. Once or twice she had peeped into the box book her sister was reading, but had no pictures or conversations in it. And what was the use of a book, thought Alice, about pictures or conversation? She was considering in her own mind, as well as she could, for the hot day had made her feel very sleepy and stupid, whether the pleasure of making a chaser chain would be worth the trouble of getting up and picking the daisies, when suddenly a white rabbit with pink ears ran close by her. There's nothing so very remarkable in that, nor did Alice think so very much out of the way to hear the rabbit say to itself, Oh dear, oh dear, I shall be late. Then she thought it up. Over afterwards it occurred to her that she ought to be wondered at this, but at the time it all seemed quite natural. But when the, bat, when the rabbit actually took a watch out of its waistcoat pocket and looked at it and then hurried on, Alice startled to her feet, for it flashed across her mind that she had never seen before seen a rabbit, either a waistcoat, pocket or watch to take out of it. A burning with curiosity, she ran across the field after it. Unfortunately, he was just in time to see it pop down a, ver- a large rabbit hole down the hedge. And moment, another moment, down went Alice after it, never once considering how in the world she was going to get out again. The ha- rabbit hole went suddenly straight on like a tunnel for some way, and then it dipped suddenly down, so suddenly that Alice had not a moment to think about stopping, but before she found herself falling down a very deep well. Either the well was very deep, or she was f- fell very slowly, for she had plenty of time as she went down to look about her and to wonder what was going to happen next. First she tried to look down and make out what she was that she was coming that what that what she was coming to, but it was too dark to see anything. Then she looked at the shelves of the well. They noticed it was filled with cupboards, bookshelves, and here and there she saw maps and pictures hung upon legs. She took took down a jar from one of the shelves that she as she passed it was labelled Orange Way, my lady. But to her great disappointment it was empty. And she did not like to drop the jar for fear of killing somebody. So she managed to put it onto one of the covers as she fell past it. Well, thought Alice herself, after such a fault as this, I shall think nothing of tumbling downstairs. How brave they all think of me at home. Why wouldn't I say anything about it? Even if I fell off the top of the house, which was very likely true. Down, down, down. Would they ever come upon an end?
I wonder how many miles I've fallen by this time, she said aloud. I must be getting somewhere near the centre of the earth. Let me see. That would be four thousand miles down, I think. She, for you see, Alice had learnt several things of this sort. The lessons in the classroom. And though this is a very, this is not a very good opportunity for showing off her knowledge, as there was no one to listen to her, still it was good practice to say over. Yes. What was that about right distance about? But when I wonder what latitude or latitude I've got, latitude, long, latitude or longitude I've got to, I said I had no idea what that latitude was or longitude either. But I thought they were nice, grand words to say. Presently she began to say again and again, I wonder if I shall fall right through the earth. How funny! It seemed to come out again. Among the people that walk with their heads downward, the Aphrodites, I think. She was rather glad there was no one listening to her this time, as it sounded, did not sound all the right name. I shall have to ask them what the name of the country is, you know. Please, madam, is this New Zealand or Australia? She tried to curtsy as she spoke, fancy curtsying as you're falling through the air. Do you think you could manage it? And what an ignorant little girl she she will think me for asking. No, it's never never to it'll never to ask. Perhaps I shall see it written up somewhere. Down, down, down. There's nothing else to do. So Alice began talking again. Dinah, I'll miss you very much tonight. I shall think Dinah was a cat. Hope that you remember the salsa and milk at tea time. Don't know, my dear. I wish you were down here with me. There's no mice near. I'm afraid. But you, you might catch a bat. And there's, they're very like a mouse, you know. But do cats eat bats, I wonder? Um, here, Alice began to get rather sleepy. And went on something to say in a dreary sort of way. Do cats eat bats? Do cats eat bats? Sometimes do bats eat cats? You see, she couldn't answer the qu- either question. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter much. Doesn't matter much. Which which way she put it? She felt she was dozing off and just began to dream when she was walking hand in hand with Dania, saying to her very earnestly, Now, Dana, tell me the truth. Do you eat ever did you ever eat a rat bat? When suddenly thump thump down she, down she came upon a heap of sticks and dry leaves, and the fall was over. Iris has not hurt a bit hurt, and she jumped up to her feet in a moment. She looked up, but it was all dark overhead. Before her was another long passage, and the right rabbit was still slight in sight. Hurrying down it, there was not a moment to be lost. Away went Alice like the wind, and just in time to hear it say, as it turned a corner, Oh, my ears and whiskers, how late is it getting? She was close behind it when she 
turned the corner, but the rabbit was no longer to be seen. She found herself in a long, low hall, which was lit by a row of lamps hanging down from the roof. There were, all door, there were doors all round the hall, but they were all locked, and when Alice had been all the way down one side and up the other, trying each door, trying every door, she walked sadly down the middle, wondering how she was ever to get out again. Suddenly she came upon the three-legged table, all made of solid glass. There was nothing to do, nothing on it except a tiny golden key. And Alice thought this might belong to one of the doors of the hall. But alas, either the locks were too large or the key was too small. But at any rate, it would not open any of them. However, on the second time round, she came upon a low curtain. She had not noticed before. Behind it was a little door, about fifteen inches high. She tried a little golden key in the lock, and to her great delight it fitted. Alice opened the door and found it led to a small patches, not large enough, but not much larger than a rabbit rat hole. She knelt down and looked along the passage into the loveliest garden she ever saw. How she longed to get out of the dark hole and wander about among those beds of bright flowers and those cool fountains. This could, but this she could not. But she could not even get her head through the doorway, and even if her head would go through, thought Pius, it might be a very little, little use without her sho- any shoulders. Oh, I do wish I like I could shut up like a telescope. I think I could, if only I knew how to begin. For you see, so many out of way. So as you see, so many out of the way things happened lately that Alice had begun to think that very few things indeed were really impossible. There seemed to be no use waiting by the little door, so she went back to the table, half hoping she might find another key on it, or anyway, a book of rules for shutting people up like telescopes. This time she found a little bottle on it, where surely there was not one before, said Alice. Around the neck of the bottle was a paper label with the words, Drink Me, beautifully printed on it in large letters. It was very well to say, Drink Me, but the wise little Alice was not going to do that in a hurry. Now I shall look you up, she said, and whatever it's not poison or not. For she read several nice little histories about children who got burnt, eaten by world boots and other unpleasant things, all because they did not remember simple rules their friends had taught them, such as that a red-head hot poker will burn you if you hold it too long, and if you cut your finger, cut your finger very deep with a knife, it usually bleeds, and you never forgotten that if you drink from a bottle of poison, it might almost certainly disagree with you sooner or later. However, this bottle was not marked poison. As Alice ventured to taste it, and finding it very nice, in fact it was sort of a mixed flavour of cherry tart custard, pineapple, roast turkey, toffee, and hot butter toast. She very soon, very soon finished it off. What a curious feeling, said Alice. I might, it might be, sh- I might be shutting up like a telescope.
and so it was indeed that she was now only ten inches high. Her face brightened up at the thought that now she is the right size for going through the little door into the lovely garden. First, however, she waited for a few minutes to see if she was going to shriek any further. She felt a, a little nervous about this, for it might end, you know, said Alice to herself, in my getting out altogether like a candle. I wonder what I should be like then. And she tried to fancy what flame of a candle was like when a candle was blown out, as she could not remember ever seeing such a thing. After a while, finding that nothing more happened, she decided to go in the garden at once. But, alas for poor Alice, she, when she got to the door, she found she had forgotten the tiny little, forgotten the little golden key, and she went back to, t- to the table for it. She found she could not possibly reach it. She couldn't see it quite plainly, though, through the glass, and she tried to, her best to jump up one of the legs of the table, but it was too slippery, and when she had tied herself out with trying, the poor little thing sat down and cried. Come! There's no use in crying like that, said Alice to herself, rather sharply. I advise you to leave off this minute. Jenny gave herself a very good advice, though she very seldom followed it, and sometimes she scolded herself so severely as to bring tears to her eyes, and once she remembered trying to box her own ears, having cheated herself in a game of croquette, pretending to be two people. But it's no use now, thought, thought Alice, to pretend you be two people. Why, well, there's hardly enough for two left to take one respectable person, to make one respectable person. Soon her eye fell upon a little glass box that was lying under the table. She opened it and found a very small cake on the on which the words eat me were beautifully marked in currants. Well, I'll eat it, said Alice. I, if it makes me grow larger, I shall reach the key. And if, it, if it makes me grow smaller, I can creep under, creep under the door. So either way, I'll get into the garden. I don't care which happens. She ate a little bit and said self anxiously, which way, which way, holding her hand on the top of her head to feel as she was growing, and it was quite surprised to find that she made the same size to be sure. This generally happened when one eats cakes, but Alice had too much had got so much into the way of expecting nothing at the way of things to happen that it was seemed quite dull and stupid to finish to let like to stupid life go on in the common way so she set to work and very soon finished off the cake and that is chapter one of Alice's Wunches in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll read by me Mark Anthony Ray